Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Pinball Podcast. Listening to the Pinball Podcast. This is episode 115. 15. Perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jessica. That's Jeff back there somewhere. I don't know what's going on anymore. Hey, hey, don't talk over the intro music. People like that. <laughs> Um, how long should I let this play? Let's do this part. Alright, that's good. Oh, I didn't want to stop it because that's, that's good stuff. It's super good stuff. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's November 7th, and as you mentioned, it's episode 115 of the Pinball Podcast. I'm super happy to be here tonight. I don't sound like it, but I am. Well, and I mean, it sounds like you have a health update is what it sounds like. Yeah, I have had, it feels like I have a Volvo parked in my sinuses and it feels like I'm in gargling glass. So Volvo, a Volvo. Got it. Not an Audi. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I, I haven't felt great and I thought, that uh, yesterday was going to be the peak, but I found a new level. So mm. um, I'm trying to keep like the cough drop from clicking on my teeth because I know that would be really annoying. And I'll try and mute the coughs. But uh, I mean, other than that, like I actually feel pretty okay physically. I'm kind of um, I'm pinball happy, but I'm I as I some I was talking to you about that one little um, incident. Um, with a client earlier. Um, so I, I'm a little bit emotionally perturbed right now, but but I'm pinball happy and we'll talk about that later. Um, how are you feeling? I am feeling okay. I am uh, snuggling Tesla right now. He has an ear infection because, you know, he hadn't been through enough already. So he's kind of, you know, mopey. His ears all stuck back, but I've got eardrops for him, which he just loves when I give him. Cat, yeah, cats like that. And he doesn't they try do. and fling them into my mouth or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, like his aim is real good. I finally get him in there. So, it's like, let's it rip. So when I, <clears throat> when our dog Bowser had him, we'd put the drops in and you had to kind of like massage him in and he'd, he'd yelp and whimper and it was all sad. The problem is, is that like the drops would loosen up all that gross stuff that was in his ear and he'd shake his head and it would like fling it everywhere. And so the second I'd see him start shaking his head, I was like running for a, a towel to wipe it up because <laughs> the thought of like ear infection on my stuff just grossed me out so bad. Yeah. Um, it's, it's but you know not good. You know, you know who doesn't gross me out? Nifty LED. Yeah, most times they don't. I mean, I was gonna say, are you sure Daniel doesn't gross you out? Because I've heard stories. The stories are true, but they will be they will be kept off air. Um, not Hollywood Nate though; he's a saint. Um, Nifty LED—they're just a couple of just fine dudes. They sell. LEDs for your pinball machines. Um, responsible use of LEDs are encouraged by us and by them. But uh, if you want to put LEDs in your machine, they're your go-to, especially if you have a Chicago gaming game. They're the only source. So 
Um, keep that in mind. And then I believe they sell things beyond just LEDs. Um, yep, like, yep. You know, know, balls, tools. They've got balls. balls tools. Um, They've got balls. Yep. If you uh, if you want to perp, perp up your game, they'll help you perp it up. And then they'll shame you on their Instagram account later. So know that. No, they won't do that. No, Don will do that. <laughs> That's right. So um, you can find them. Let me give you Daniel's address because if you go to his house, you don't have to wait for shipping. Oh, perfect. I'll just po- I'll, I'll post it on the Facebook page. Okay. Um, otherwise, just go to niftyled.com and they'll have pretty much everything you ever dreamed about um, or ever wanted for your pinball machine. Mm. Will they have the um, Will they have the mod for my uh, theater of magic that shoots out playing cards when you get a replay? Yes, um, they'll also have toppers that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But you know what, though, to, to get those toppers, you need to email Daniel directly. So um, just just hit that contact form and ask about their secret topper selection um, <laughs> and their shooter rods collection uh that's an email request so get those emails into them and, and ask for those things so niftyled.com click on the contact link you'll, you'll find what you need there so thanks guys tesla's trying to bite my face so if you happen to hear uh a struggle he thinks it's adorable and i'm sure it is in his head you know what is adorable mm. What? what? Um, Actually, it's Super Mario Odyssey, and I'm going to put an end to this podcast, and we're just going to talk Super Mario Odyssey, so let's transition into that. Cool, I haven't played it. Have you played it? No. Okay. Well, there's a joy-shaped hole in your life until you do. Have you heard this song? No. Um... It's great. Okay, wait, is this the one where they were talking about you could see Mario's nipples? You can in Mario Odyssey. I'm not comfortable with that. You know, you think that you're not going to be until you're confronted with them. And <laughs> I didn't know it was a confrontation. They're spectacular in high definition. And, uh, you know, it's a choice. You choose to wear the swim attire oh. if you want to go that route. And... You know, that's that's fine. But okay, we're not going to talk about Super Mario Odyssey, but it's been a big deal in our house. Showed up a little bit before Halloween, and it completely threw our Halloween costume ideas into a whole, you know, change of plans. And my my youngest had to be Mario for Halloween. So, and were you um, swim Mario with your nipples in high definition proudly displayed? Um, I wasn't, but that's on like next year's plans because I wanted to get it right. Mm. Like I wanted to. Not just rush something that great. Right. So right. look for me as Nipple Mario next year. Um, <laughs> Man, I went to the... Oh, I missed the news. I went to... I made the mistake of going to the Halloween store, like pop-up Halloween store by my office. The, the day the spirit Halloween after. that... Yep. Yeah. The day after. So... Um, there could potentially be a very weird, um, like SpongeBob Rule Thirty Four situation because I got an enormous spatula and okay, a tiny so, crab hat. 
So something's going to happen with that, and it's going to be real weird. You're going to awake something in someone that they didn't want awoken. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. Sponge bra, square pants, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, A lot of weird stuff there. I got... Got the most random assortment of things. So, <laughs> yeah, I like the knockoff names too. It's like um, Mario's just not Mario because they didn't want to license it. So it's like uh, Overall Plumber Man or something like that. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> so, um, Nifty LED also has fantastic Halloween costumes and they're deeply discounted right now. So email Daniel about those. Use the contact form on the website. Yeah. He'll send you pictures Uh, of himself modeling them all too. Will he? I I mean, that's what, that's a flyer I got in the mail told me that by request he will uh, model the different. Or was he request, (laughs) was he requesting that you request he send them to you? (laughs) Like, come on, let just, let me send a few. A little dyslexic. Sorry. Um, that would be hot. Now, let's let's talk about what you've been doing in pinball because, uh, <laughs> like, we're we're not even ten minutes in, and we took this to places that I think. Uh, I mean, I'm comfortable going, but I don't know about our listeners. I mean, I think we needed to go there. It's just been unspoken for so long. We really needed to get some of this out out in the open. But that's true. The tension was, it, it was tight. So I'm, I'm glad we worked through that. Me too. Now then I never knew we needed to work through it, but now that it's done, I feel much better. I mean, I don't know that we worked through it. I think we just started a conversation and we can, we can, we'll follow the thread more later, but we'll, we'll come back to this. All right. Um, I did, so what I did, have you been up to? I did a few things since we talked last. Um, I went to go look at a Flight 2000 that I wanted Ooh. to purchase. Um, it had some more issues than we had anticipated. There was some bad corrosion on the board. My friend Ken was nice enough to come with me to look at it because I don't, you know, really know what I'm doing <laughs> when I go to look at games. I'm like, does it play well? Well, I I guess I immediately knew that there was stuff wrong because we went to start a game. And as soon as I went through one of the top rollover lanes, uh, it awarded me extra ball. I was like, well, that's weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's... Um, they were just like, as soon as you hit a flipper, you score 200 points, like without doing anything. And every time you hit a flipper, you score 200 points. So. Yeah, so you can just sit there and tap the flippers all day. Um, so it was like random switch hits were awarding extra balls. Any flipper hits were awarding points. Um, then it would get confused about how many balls were locked for multi-ball. And then it, it, was, a, it was just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. So we popped it open and my friend Ken takes a look. And there was, I guess, some bad battery leakage and corrosion on the board. And he's like, well, someone tried to clean it up, but didn't do a very good job. And he's like, I would just replace it. Like just, you know, get an all tech kind of thing. He's like, that's 200 bucks. And then I don't know what they're called, but we lifted the play field and there are those little round discs that are connected to a bunch of different switches under there. Discs. So bad. Yeah. Like little, like metal discs. 
I, I probably would have to see it. Um, Someone is going to know and feel like you are an idiot and don't know what you're talking about. But that's correct. I don't know what I'm talking about. So You're not an idiot. I am not uh, educated in the ways of the uh, parts of a pinball machine under the play field. I'm, you know, wire harnesses and all that stuff. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what things are called. I don't know real names of things. I am fortunate enough to have friends who are patient with me and will help me fix stuff or figure stuff out. So, um, yeah. So a bunch of those had been like clipped that were supposed to be connected and there wasn't really a lot of rhyme or reason to it, which was a bummer. I really, the friend who, um, is selling it. I, he's an awesome guy and I really wanted to be able to just be like, yep, here's the money that you requested for this game. But, um, it's not going to work. Yeah. It just, with all the stuff that I would need to have done, I can't do it myself and all my friends are busy and I just don't have the space or the patience for a project game of that magnitude, like needing to swap out the whole board. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to go down that road. So that was unfortunate, but, um, I, you know, offered to take the two of them, both my friend who was selling it, my friend who went to go check it out with me. Um, it was really close to C bar. So I was like, can I buy you guys a drink and we'll play a couple of games. So we went and did that, which was really fun. Um, there's a tales from the crypt at C bar now. So tales from the crypt went in, Ali went in and then sea, Witch and frontier went out. Oh. You know, that was not not a win in my book, but that's okay. Um. <laughs> Gotta keep it fresh. And don't worry, like, Bells from the Crypt isn't a bad playing game. The sound is annoying as I'll get out, so eventually it'll rotate just because the sound will drive people crazy. Right, and it has, like, this rumble, like, big, big shaker in it. So, And it's the Tales from the Crypt that used to be my friend Mike's from Reno, um, so he had brought that up. Uh, when he brought my nine ball, actually, he brought Tales from the Crypt for Jake over at Rose City. So that was a good, good day for getting some other machines in town. But um, I had done so the day after Halloween was uh, Bell's meeting. So I did a Tales from the Crypt, like semi, like it's a very short tutorial. We just talked about. Um, the creature features and how to lock those in or change them around and just like kind of a brief overview of what stuff, uh, which modes did what. So that was interesting for me. I learned a lot about that game that I didn't know because I've never really played it. We did not have one in town previously. So, and yeah, it's not a common one to see on location. So, and it's uh Rose city pinball's first data East machine. So that was, okay. That was interesting, and then um, and then that night ended up being um, almost like an impromptu CFF meeting. So Heather was working, and when she got off work, she came back to play games. And uh, my friend DDT was in town uh, for work, so he came was playing with us as well. So we had a nice group. We were doing some games, played some dollar games. Um, I won money on fishtails, so that was nice. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, I did another Seattle pinball league. Um, went up to Seattle to the Tibbetts residence. So they live like 
east of Seattle. It was, it was a bit of a drive. I stayed with my friend, Alan, um, and we went and did that and it was really fun. The Borg drove up with me on Friday night and we just kind of like hung out and played games, but we're, yeah, they took the bus back because they had their team league. So I guess we drove up on set. Yes, we drove up on Saturday. They hung out and played and then they like took a train back home on Sunday and missed SPL, which stunk. Yeah. I was like, why come up and not do the thing? But they had their team league uh, match. They didn't want to let their team down by not being there, which was thoughtful of them. Um, But we went and played SPL, which is, which I love. I played terribly just like it was so bad like embarrassingly bad um and i don't know what it was i was just not uh not connecting with it but that happens yeah there's an evil can evil there and i picked it to play and it was just i wasn't finding my shots and that was how the day started and from there it went kind of crazy um we played a metallica that was in their living room on carpet. So it was basically like you could literally just tilt it to one side or the other. So it was very floaty and strange. And I was always afraid that I was going to tilt it straight off the bat. So I posted a video on my Facebook and my Instagram. Um, oh, I saw um, the, the, the bounce. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. So if you got the ball in the mystery scoop and you just like took your hands off the flippers, it would hit, it would shoot out of the scoop, hit left flipper, right sling, left sling, back into the mystery scoop, spit it back out. Left flipper, right sling, left sling, mystery, flipper, sling, sling, mystery, flipper, sling, sling, mystery for forever. Um, I, it had done it like six times before I got my camera out and started recording, recording it. And then it did it at least six times in the video, but I recorded long enough to see that. Yes, eventually it will stop doing the thing that it did because everyone just thought I was playing it on a loop. That is not true. Yeah. At first it looked that way, but if you look closely, you could tell it was not looping. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that was, kind of entertaining and it was just pretty much waiting to see who got impatient and flipped or who just let it keep doing that so that was pretty funny uh, it's just dangerous to flip off of that feed so i always flip I off that fleet that feed i know that that's probably not the best uh thing to do but i do it anyway because i'm reckless so you do you you do what you need to do it's fine oh oh i will um Oh, and then after we were actually done doing our, you know, matches that counted for competition, there was a Grand Slam there, which I had played at Mitch's when we did that pin golf SPL. And I'd only had one game on it, and it was during my my pin golf round that day, so I hadn't got to spend a lot of time with it. So once we were done, I was going through and playing a bunch of other games, and I went and got a game in on it and I was just like, man, I really need to wrap my head around this game. Cause I don't, it looks like one that I would really enjoy, but I'm not sure what I'm going for. So once I figured it out, I was like, Oh, Oh, so then I rolled it 
And then the GC was like, when we got there was 1.65. And then I got 1.615. So I was close to the GC on it. But man, when you get that game going, it's really fun. But why didn't you just get the GC though? We were so close. Oh, oh, I tried. (laughs) It's not not like I was like, I'm I'm done playing this now. No, 100% must continue to play this over and over again. But, you know, other people wanted to play it too. And eventually we had to leave. So, because I had to drive home that night. You had to? Like, oh, yeah, I had work in the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was. So you kind of wore yourself out this weekend. <laughs> well, that was last weekend. So I did Seattle two weekends oh, in a row. Weekend. Yeah. Um, so at that particular SPL, Jermaine was there and he had some World Cup soccer parts for, um, for Pop. So he gave me those to bring back to Greg. So I had met a friend. Um, over at pop and we went to pizza jerk for dinner, but we went and played some games first and I brought Greg the world cup soccer parts from Jermaine. Um, and Jermaine and I were also talking, he has a sea witch also. And I had asked him at the Northwest pinball arcade show because his sea witch was there and it wasn't making the wave sounds like mine doesn't. So in the background, it's supposed to have the, the soothing sounds of the ocean. Right, right. Which I love because that game gets so frenetic and I need to just stop for a second and calm down and just, you know, have a moment to think about what I'm doing and hold on to the ball. So those waves genuinely provide me like that sense of calm and cause me to stop for a second. And I don't have them. So I already went in, like I looked up um you know in the manual the settings that are supposed to play the background noises and my board is set correctly um and i had asked him and he went in and checked and made sure and his is set correctly but neither one of us actually have the wave sounds so he told me that um they are making someone made like a new board for it like a replacement soundboard that works in sea witch. So he sort of proposed that, you know, first we maybe try and swap our soundboards, you know, like I bring him mine and he tries it in his and, you know, to see if there's anything going on. Yeah. Um, before I go ahead and order the new one. So we'll see, we're going to try and work it out between the two of us. But if anyone out there has dealt with an issue like that, um, with see which not playing the background sounds. It plays most of the gameplay sounds. There are a few times where it'll kind of skip out, but it's just, the background stuff is totally missing. So we're trying to figure out that. Um, and then I went back to Seattle this weekend. Um, so after our little night out at Sea Bar on Friday, I drove up there and stayed with my friend Alan again, which is awesome. He has a really cute dog named Bridget. So I got to snuggle with Bridget. Uh, Oh, I should have covered Tesla's ears when I talked about cuddling the dog. Um, So we did that. We went and played at Olaf's on Saturday, which I love. Um, Nicest Twilight Zone I've ever played is at Olaf's. And they have a 
bride there. So I got some good timing on bride. Um, yeah. And my friend Jeff was there. Uh, my friend Kayla was there. And then I met, um, there's a CFF guy I hadn't met yet combo and his wife Liz were there and I love them. Like they were so much fun. So that was a really good part of the night. And then we went back over to flip, flip, ding, ding, got some RoboCop in, um, had a bunch of friends there. So we just went around and we're playing a bunch of games. Still the nicest Adams I have ever laid hands on is that flip flip. So it was a really good night. And then we had, um, the 20th shorties annual tournament was on Sunday. Um, and it's, you know, always a big deal. You have people who come from Canada and people who come from California there. It was lower in attendance this year than it was last year, but it was also snowing in Seattle this weekend. So the weather ah, was weird. It's too early for that. I know. I left Portland and it was really nice or at least like, you know, 50, mid 50s, upper 50s, whatever. And I, in Seattle, it is snowing. So I was, you know, not, not prepared for that, which is whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah. So pinball is an indoor activity. It is an indoor activity. Sometimes you need to be outdoors to get to the indoor spots, but, but it was fine. Um, we, before that, so on Saturday, we also checked out, um, a spot I haven't been to before. My friend Blake bartends at a place called four B's, which is, uh, in Ballard. So after we did Olaf's, we stopped at four B's and they have a really great game selection there. Um, so we walked in and the very first game when we walked in was truck stop. So I was like, Oh my God, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was really, really stoked. Um, and next to it was silver ball mania. So I was also excited. Um, they have an eight ball deluxe there. Just like, just like a cool selection of games and they've got a lot of them. Um, but there were, you know, there were a few game issues. Some games weren't working. Some games were turned off or whatever. Um, and we had kind of a, a weird thing where, you know, I shared some feedback about it and it's a new company um, in town, new operator in Seattle. And they took on a lot of spots and have a lot of pins. And, um, I'm looking forward to them kind of getting more established and getting more techs in to, to cover those because their game selection is really good. Um, and I'm excited to, you know, go back and play those games once they've been in there for a little while and get everything dialed in, I think would be really cool, but I didn't get to play silver ball at all. And, um, the multi ball on truck stop was getting really confused so it was a little bit weird but checked it out you know for a new spot definitely has potential um and then also checked out the jupiter which is the new spot that's a block away from shorties the murals in that place are so fantastic like a lot of them are pinball themed there's a giant cat head in space uh there's like a panther surrounded by pinballs um, just strange, weird stuff, but really, really love it. Um, sounds like a tri- trip. <clears throat> yeah, it was definitely, definitely a trip. Um, and then, sorry, I'm having trouble talking. <laughs> I know you are because of the coughing. Don't forget your cough button. 
I, I, I hit it that time. Good. You didn't know, but I just sounded like, um, like an old man with emphysema, but okay. Sorry. Continue on. No, 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 that's fine. Emphysema it up. Um, oh, and I, um, saw my friend Michael and got to meet his dog, Ilsa, who she's a cross between a bulldog and a dachshund, but she, it's like, that's <laughs> right. Interesting. <laughs> it's like a chimera type situation. So like, if you just see her head, she looks like bulldog, right? Like a little snaggle tooth cutie and then you see the body and it's like cool dachshund body but then when you like see her like all together it looks like a weird photoshop job where they took like the head and neck of one dog and put it on another dog so my neighbors um when i was growing up they had two dogs and they were a cross between the saint bernards and basset hounds now I don't know how that works, like physically to make that happen. Either dad got real high or dad got real low um, to physically make that happen. But they were just really, really long St. Bernard's with tiny legs. They didn't look like Bassets at all. They just looked like St. Bernard's with really short legs. (laughs) And their legs are so short and their bodies are so long that their bellies are bald because they constantly dragged on the ground. Oh, my God. And if they ever tried to run, they would yelp because it hurt their back, which was sad. But but they were generally happy dogs otherwise. But to look at them was just the weirdest thing. Like, it was almost like looking at some, like, Star Wars alien or something. But, yeah, I just don't – I just wish I could have seen the mechanics of that. Uh, conception. Not that I'm interested <laughs> in watching dogs do it, but I just have to know how. I just have to know how that happened. Oh my god. Like they had to have been test tube dogs or something, right? Yeah, I don't know. Very confused. How does a basset get up there? Or how does the same bird get down there? It doesn't work. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. I'm not, okay, yep, sorry. I'm not. Nope. Dogs. Dogs. Okay. Um, yeah, so Ilsa's she's she's rad. Like, oh my gosh, she's an amazing, amazing old puppy. Um Yeah. Sorry, distracted by dogs. What was I doing? Oh, played in the shorties annual. So, um I don't know. I haven't been doing really well competitively playing. Not that I'm doing a ton of it, but um first round I got, of course, I get paired up with the only other CFF players. So, uh, Combo and I were paired up in the first round to play, and we're waiting. And we're waiting, you know, everyone else's match is getting called before us, and then they go to make an announcement that Fathom, which is at Shorties but hadn't been in the tournament yet because they were trying to fix something, was now available for tournament play. And our round got called, so we got to go play on Fathom. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so first game I put up like 2.5 mil and he just like wasn't finding shots. And so I got that one, but it's a best two of three. So we play our second game and it was really, really close, but he got me. And then third game in the series, like I just... I screwed up and it was one of those things where everything that went wrong, I caused to happen. So I've just felt felt really bad about it. But the first game, 
if we had combined our scores across all three games, just my first game score would have beat all the games. It was not Jeez. great. Yeah. Yeah. You used it up all the way in uh, I know. the first match. I know. I used all of my points. But it was just kind of downhill from there. Oh, and then I played Batman 66 against my friend Heather, and she's amazing, and she's on the shorties team, the Slayers. So she knows these machines really well. She plays them a bunch, and I don't know Batman 66 very well because I don't enjoy playing it, so I don't put a lot of time in. And there was just a code update to it, so um, she won the first game. I somehow won the second game, and then third game, her ball two she had to be playing for like 20 minutes. Like I don't even have the desire to play Batman for 20 minutes. Usually not just like trying to catch you. So it was uh, pretty much over at that point, but that gave me a chance to go over to Jupiter. Jupiter has a whole row of um, wide bodies. So it's like Embryon, Paragon, Paragon was turned off. Hot dog. I like that Space Invaders, Six Million Dollar Man. What am I missing? There's one I'm missing. Future Spa. So it's a really nice row of games. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah. I was I was very at home in the wide body row. Um, yeah, and then today I stopped and got food on my way home. Um, there's a new location in town east side deli it's like a sandwich place they have a bunch of other spots in town and their food's really good um but they just opened another one that has an upstairs and chris rhodes who does the games over at like blackbird pizza in town and bottles he has a row of machines up there so there's an embryon which is the game i wanted to play and of course it was broken um so played a couple games of baywatch I like Baywatch. And some Junkyard, some Metallica, um, uh, and some okay. Shadow. So they, He also has a Ghostbusters there, a Spider-Man, maybe something else. But good good assortment of games up there, good food. Um, so did that until my food was ready. The Borg was there, my friend Drew showed up, um, and our friend Ryan was there. So it's one of those spots that I'm sure I'll continue to run into people, same as, you know, Blackbird or Quarter World or anywhere else where a lot of us go. So I'm glad that that's around because it's nice to have more spots, more variety. Um, yeah, I think that that's pretty much it. I've been playing a little bit at home. Um, but other than that, I've been really busy at work. Work's kind of sucking the life force from me. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it'll do that, you know? It will. What about you? What have you been doing? Have you been playing? I have. Um, I've been super busy with other stuff, but I have played pinball. So we went and saw... Thor Ragnarok the other day took the kids and the wife and um, they have a Star Trek in the area out front so 
I went and played that. Um, I missed the grand champion by like one shot. That's always fun, but um, just gave my kids the free credits from that. And so I played a little bit of that. That was cool. Um, I enjoyed the movie, by the way. Excellent. So thanks for asking. Um, I was going to say, I've heard things. Yeah, it's it's a fun movie. I think that with all the superhero pins, Thor would have been a pretty good one, but especially with this iteration. Anyway, um, I also went and, uh oh, hold on. Uh oh, uh oh. Are we, I think we're using the cough button. Okay. Okay. Yep. We, we had to use it there. Good job. Um, so the last time I had a little coughing fit, my nose started bleeding. So now I, got a bloody nose too on top of this so we're falling um, apart <laughs> just hold it together yeah. for like another what, 30 minutes i'm just trying i'm trying to get there um but it's it's hard it's hard uh so on the last show i mentioned that uh lee had heart surgery and he did not die so Slide. he held a um Lee didn't die pinball and food and UFC party, which I attended. Sweet. I took the grand champion on his dialed in. So nice. My work, my work was done (laughs) at that point, but I still hung around and put a bunch of games on his walking dead and, uh, his roller games and pinball. So that was fun. Uh, it was nice because we had a bunch of guys from the league there, but it was a non-competitive setting and we were just standing around, obviously doing pinball gossip and trash talking. So it was fun. Nice. Um, obviously here I updated my dialed into the new code and I've been playing on that. And uh, it was funny cause I updated it at night, got it going, played for about an hour or so, went to work and I came home and the kids had noticed that it was different. Um, so they were telling me about all the different stuff that they had noticed in it. So that's cool. Like normally they don't notice code updates on games, but there was enough new stuff in this one that they, they were able to figure that out. Did you put up a selfie score? I did several actually. Um, so there's some little thing that I noticed in that, that when you're putting your initials in, if you try and make a face right when you hit the start button, if that's not when it's taking the picture, it takes the picture at some point while you're putting your name in. And I think they do that, um, as kind of like a way to keep you from doing anything inappropriate or something like that. I don't know. But, um, I noticed because I was making faces, um, at times when I was trying to buy my high score in and when it would show the picture, it was just me sitting there looking like dumb as I'm cycling through to put the letters in on my name. So when I put it on, uh, Lee's high score, I got to my last letter and I waited for like, probably 30 seconds and made my face and held it for like another 10 or 15 seconds and hit the start button with my knee. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was using my fingers in the picture and that worked. So I don't know at what point it takes the picture, but, um, if you wait long enough, you can make sure it happens at the end. But interesting. That's a hot, that's a hot tip for me that you probably will not find out on pin tips or anything like that. So my friend Travis has a pretty great one on the dialed in at flip flip ding ding. So he's he's got that down. Well, I expect Travis would. I don't expect that of myself. So um anyway, it's fun. Uh yeah, the kids were totally digging that. And uh the the new stuff they added in is great. So good job. Nice code update. 
Um, if I have done anything else, it is not coming to mind. I fixed the issue I had with my Tron where my ramps were not changing colors. Uh, so go me. I have not fixed the Twilight Zone issue I have because, as I mentioned last time, I was so busy with work and freelance projects and other stuff that um, I hadn't played much. So I didn't want to spend all my time under the hood this week. So I played when I had time. Yeah. So I will get to it. Um, I just didn't want to have another couple of weeks go by where I didn't play my games very much. So Yeah. I think that's about all. I uh, participated in some pinball drama, but we don't need to get into it. Um, yeah. That's a pretty light load this time for me. Um, but next week, we have our finale of our uh, you know, our league tournament series, um, the Slap It, the Salt Lake Area Pinballers Interconnected Tournament. Excellent. How about that for it? That's a so really Slap good it name. Yeah. Um, and uh, I hope to win that. It is... Uh, Thanksgiving themed and I feel bad that I forgot the name. I, I think a Turkey or something like that. And I don't know they all have really dumb names. Uh, I mean, awesome names. And this one is uh, going to be great. So I hope that I'm not coming in talking about my second place finish. Cause that's usually <laughs> what happens, but I don't know. Maybe I'll make a training music montage and really get ready for this one. Yes. I, the tire all day. Um, yeah. It's gotta be eighties. Yeah. I was super excited to see some TNAs getting out in the world. Yeah. Anything your way yet? No. I'm waiting no. impatiently. Well, you know, it'll happen. I, it's, it's going to be like, I'm pretty sure they're going to get one out there. Like someone will. I, I mean, I was just talking about the other night, like if I wasn't so space constrained. I would think about it. Um, then I had like kind of a, uh, what would be kind of like a midlife crisis as far as a pinball collector goes, where I like, I should sell everything except for like two games. And I was so into that idea for a while. Um, this last week, and I even went as far enough as like talking about which ones I would sell and posting it in the local group saying, Hey, these games might be coming up for sale. And then I've kind of been backing off that ledge, but we'll see. I'm just searching for simplicity in my life, you know? Yeah. And maybe like 16 pinball machines is too many. So <laughs> it's not too many. I was thinking maybe not. I don't know. It's just that when you only have like six or seven, it's easy to have them all in perfect working order and you can always take on a project when one pops up. But when you've got that many behind, it's tough. I do keep my games in good working order, but the Twilight Zone being down for like the two and a half, three weeks it's been down, that's the longest I've ever had a game down. And it's kind of bugging me. But Yeah, that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. It's okay though. It's probably just like reseat a connector. And I just haven't even gone that to that point. Yeah. So I'll figure it out. Um, was your drama <laughs> that you had, was that on Pinside? Because you made that pretty great uh, picture that you posted to Facebook. 
Oh, no, but um, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> so, if you guys originally have it, it's really good. The headache, yeah, just graphic. go to yeah, the types of headaches. Yeah, I was hoping people would take that and run with it, like, um, erase the, the pin side part and change it to like, uh, when winter is coming on Game of Thrones or uh, collecting a medal in Star Trek or any of those other games that just flash your face and cause a migraine immediately. Like when it wants you to start multi-ball on uh, Baywatch, which happened today. Yes. Or uh, when people put super LED flashers in Creature from the Black Lagoon Ugh. and you have all it. <laughs> That's seizure inducing. Yep. Um, or the, uh, the super crazy LED flashers that people put in ACDC for the lightning bolts. That, so uh, terrible. I, I, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Facebook, just check out our page. It's got that little picture on there. It was kind of fun. Um, well, that's what we've been doing, Jessica. It is what we've been doing. Whatever we do, we do it well, though. Um, I mean, I try. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, okay, I don't always try, but... <laughs> Well, at least at least you can admit that to yourself. Yeah. So, if it so, for those that don't know what the intro music was, um, it's tied to this week's biggest news, I guess. And uh, that is that Stern finally unveiled Guardians of the Galaxy: The Worst Kept Secret in Pinball. Now, they did an awesome job keeping it from leaking out as far as images and stuff goes. Um, but everyone was pretty sure they knew what was coming. And uh, we finally got our look at it. And uh, other shows have already kind of gone in-depth on it and stuff. So we'll, we'll kind of briefly talk about it. Because I think we have more fun stuff to talk about, like some old pinball machines, right? Everyone loves old pinball these days. Uh, but let's talk about it real quick. So... Um, it's a John Borg design. It is based on the first movie, it appears. And um, it's, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's got a big giant Groot head in the middle. And uh, it's got a layout that's very much like Iron Man meets Metallica. Um, which isn't a bad thing. But I mean, half of that isn't a bad thing. Hey now. The other half is Iron don't, Man. Don't don't get angry at me. Oh, okay. You <laughs> headed it off before I had a chance to even come at you. You're a uh, you're not a bad person. I was gonna say that, but I, I didn't mean that. Um but anyway, yeah, so to me, I whatever, the layout is what it is. It's it's a Borg layout. Um he kind of usually takes five or six common elements and remixes them in different ways uh, in his games. And you, and you know that going in, so that's fine. Uh, Code obviously is going to make or break it because it is metallic Iron Man. Um, but let, let's look at it real quick and then do our little impressions on it. So what you've got is um, the same bottom as Metallica where you've got the double inlanes on the left, a single inlane on the right. Kind of got the mystery scoop just above the right slingshot. Um, got right orbit, right ramp, 
and then where you have the snake head on Metallica, you have the drop target uh, lock mechanism, kind of like the center shot on Star Trek, where you drop the drop target and you hit the target behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no magnet there, but um, it looks like it probably just still work the same way. Um, moving left, you have the pop bumper exit, and it doesn't look like you would be able to shoot up in the two them. Um, then you have the Groot head, which is the stand-in for Sparky, I guess. And if you shoot his mouth, it eventually opens. You can lock balls there, and he eventually spits them back out, like uh, Jackie or the Ark, where you get the big pinball dump. How many um, balls is the ball? multi-ball? Um, I'm guessing it's four because you have the group lights, um, there and it shows one, two, three, four. So it's probably once you lock four, um, I don't know if that's been stated or not, but I would guess that four or more. Okay. Then you've got the left ramp. Um, by the way, the ramps are totally the Iron Man ramps, which is cool. Cause I love the Iron Man ramps. Um, then you have the kicker, which is like the kicker war machine kicker from Iron Man. And left orbit. And then going to the extreme left, you have the basically the fuel targets from um, Metallica. And you're back on the left side. So the premium, you have spinners in the orbits. The pro does not have those. And uh, the that's the only thing as far as, I think, playfield features that are interactive with gameplay. Okay. Um, oh, number of magnets. The premium has three magnets in the center under the playfield, and the pro has one. And the rest are just toy-based stuff. So, because you know you need more magnets, and you do. Tommy and Taylor were talking about this, like you know, it's a spinner. How much is it saving you to take a spinner out of a game? Um, yeah, they did a yeah, pretty in-depth talk about it they had uh aunt anthony lawson from australia was guesting on their episode to kind of talk about he was the guest antagonist yep 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 always gotta have one so, we don't have one. Oh crap all right we need one yeah okay please send all applications to yes actually don't don't do that okay don't um, yeah, I don't like the removal of the spinners because it's a super cheap inclusion. Yeah. Um, I get it. It's, it's a bullet point, but spinners are kind of rad. And my big issue with leaving them out on the pro is that gives them no incentive to do a whole lot with them on the premium or LE because it's not a integral part to the game. It's just an extra. Yeah. So they don't need to put a lot of work on the code to it. So the uh, the spinners need love, man. Like, I wish we could have meaningful spinners in modern pinball. We almost never get good spinner usage um, anymore. Like, the last spinner I really loved, I think, was ACDC with the War Machine mode. But, uh, yeah, man. Spinners have been really minimalized. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. Spinners are great. I agree. We agree. Um couple of other i guess extras on the premium i might as well mention them you got the giant groot arms they're non-interactive so they just so they just cover a whole lot of the play field <laughs> cool good job they, they completely block your view of those spinners that i wish were on the pro um and the ramp entrances but 
they look really cool, but they just take don't. up a ton of space and block things that you should be able to see. Right, right. And and to me, on a fan layout game, sight lines are usually pretty darn important. So uh, I honestly would probably remove those if I had a premium or LE. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then other than that, you have the uh, Infinity Stone hidden in the little rock thing that opens up on the premium and flashes. It's just always open on the pro. Not not a big do- deal there. Um, so let me start positive with the things I like. <laughs> and then you can tell me the things you like. And then I will nitpick. And there are going to be nitpicks because I'm actually pretty positive on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, I think the art looks fantastic. Uh, same artist from Batman 66. Um, I... I think that the colors are being super bright. They're cool. Um, both pro premium LA, they all look great. So I dig that. I dig the super wide use of colors. Um, like the color palette is, it is like a bag of Skittles and I, and I like that. Um, I think the shot layout looks fine. I mean, I like Metallica. I like Iron Man. Uh, so that's neat. I guess you could say, um, I, I think the, there's been a lot of people that have been complaining about the plastic ramps. I'm not bothered by plastic ramps mm-hmm. personally. I think they're fine. Um, I do like how they go through the backboard, like on Iron Man and Walking Dead. I think that's cool. They are long suckers, so the ball will spend a lot of time on those. Um, I I don't know. I, it's hard to say a lot about it because it's very standard. There's just nothing there that kind of jumps out at you yeah uh so i'm excited to hear it i think it'll sound fun um i want to i want to hear the call outs and stuff uh as far as the things that i'm gonna nitpick and then you can give me your pluses and minuses uh some of the stuff i don't like i hate that flasher that's over the left outlane you can't see it it's just a it's gonna block the outlane so nudging will be a nightmare over there um pretty bad design choice. The one on the right side is not so bad, but it's still just kind of in the way. Um, I don't like the flashers right over the slingshots. That like seems crazy. Um, I'm yeah, not super enthusiastic about that. The, uh, the hole on the right side, it's, it looks like it's the same type of scoop that we've been getting. I need to double check. I need a closer picture. Is it the same type of, yes, it's that half scoop that we have like on star Wars, um, which loves to just rocket the ball out, um, way too fast. And it seems impossible to dial them in and make them reliable. Bring back the full scoop, please, please bring back the full scoop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of negatives here actually. Uh, just other than I, it's just a super safe design. It's just hard to get excited about it, but I am, I'm happy. I want to play it. Yeah. It'll be fun. So, yeah, I don't, what you think? I don't, I don't really know. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that it's just like another mashup of two different games, but I, I haven't played it. I don't know how it's going to play. And I feel like I just am setting unrealistic expectations when I look at things and try to, imagine that I have a good idea of what it's going to be like. So I'm trying to reserve judgment and just 
get an opportunity to play it and see how fun it is and see if I, you know, I'm feeling the shots. The the bits that are Iron Man like, obviously, are not my favorite, but uh and I have tried to play that game again. And it just never I don't know. I don't oh, have I fun playing Iron Man. So if I have fun playing this game, then that's fantastic. And I don't really, you know, I'm not gonna be super picky about what it is. I just want to be able to have a good time playing. And I don't I don't like all of this like premium whatever where it's like you get the value add of this thing that's going to drastically reduce your sight line. But it's like almost built in Tommy dollars, you know? It's right. like here we're gonna play this game, we're gonna cover this bit up and you need to be good enough to be able to figure it out without seeing it. So I don't know. I like that it's yeah. colorful. I like that it's definitely gonna, you know, kind of draw the eye to it. Um, I think it was pretty funny how um, there's been all the talk of stealing like the TNA style logo and color palette and stuff, but you know. Okay, so on that note, um, why are they doing an 80s inspired logo with that stern pinball logo if the game's music is all 70s and 60s? It's not 80s. Correct. And they're not even using the music from the movie in the game. So I have, Wait, they released something today saying they, they didn't say what they just said it will use pop music. So I don't know what that means. Does that mean pop music from the movies? I don't but Would you originally, call the music from the movies pop music in its time. I guess it would have been pop music. I don't know. I don't know what they meant. Um, the stern of the union came out today and they said it was, but they didn't say from the movie. So that's, what was confusing. Um, I sure hope you don't turn it on and hear Justin Bieber coming out or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, like the logo thing's a weird one because this is guarding this galaxy has nothing to do with the eighties. It's, it's all seventies and sixties aesthetics in the future. So great. Yeah. It's, it was very confusing. Um, but I, I super enjoy kind of all of the stuff that's been going around online with people kind of ripping it has been very funny for me to watch. So whatever their the intent was, the reaction's been great. It's been funny. <laughs> um, it is unfortunate that the LE has that uh, gold drag through the mud armor. Like I, a brassy gold would have looked nice. But this is the same as that WWE LE armor. Um, they had some extras of those laying around. <laughs> no, that's legit. True. I'm. It is. Um, that's that was the joke, but it's also the reality. Yeah. Um, but the laser cut armor that they're selling for it looks fantastic. I mm. wish that was on the LE because it looks really good. Nice. Um, but you know, actually, so it was all. Uh, apparently from the first movie, but on the LE, uh, there is a baby Groot on the coin, just to the left and bottom side of by the coin door, but that's the only place. So I'm assuming that was just kind of a, kind of a little throw in ad, but, um, I don't know. Just at, at look first glance, I would say pro seems the way to go on this. You have more visibility. Um, right. And the loss of the spinners while a bummer, I don't think is going to be a major thing. Um, but the premium, I love the, 
I, I think I like the artwork the most on the premium. I don't know. Oh, like for the cabinet and stuff? I haven't even looked at that. I watched like the gameplay video, the short one when they released it. Um, and then yeah. I looked at the pictures you sent me. Yeah. I mean, they're very similar. So one thing, and, and this was the same thing that happened with Batman 66. So the artist does these fantastic drawings. They're very, they're very good. But he seems to draw each character in one or two poses. And then it's just used all over the place. So if you look at like the back glass, that's the same pose of Peter Quill there as it is on the side, as it is on the play field. And it's just like they did the same thing with Batman 66 where they said, okay, draw them once or twice and then we'll mirror them and we'll move them and we'll shrink them and just place them all around. But um, that that's kind of, that's again, that was the nitpick, but uh, the art overall I think looks great. Just yeah. that, noticeable like ah there's peter pointing that gun off center six times on the machine Um, (laughs) it looks good i i want to play it um i think i'd be a little bit more hyped if it just had a at least one or two kind of unique elements to it but uh see uh hopefully this is like um aerosmith where it ships with pretty robust code from the get-go and they just kind of um build up from there but we'll see soon um it's gonna be at iapa uh which is like in a week and a half i don't know if they'll allow photos and pic and video from there but dead flip will be playing it i think on the 20th so a little under two weeks from now and you know he'll spend an hour or two of it on stream so we'll get our best look at it then and I believe it'll be shipping. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Uh oh. Nope. Get hit that button. There. I did. I did. Okay. I I believe it'll be shipping first week of December and the launch parties are all set for like the second or third week of December. So not too far away. Excellent. Yeah. I'll definitely, uh, definitely play it when it gets here and see. I'm reserving judgment. Yeah, uh, I've just no matter how a game looks, even like Jersey Jack's Pirates, what I I thought looked really cool. I just I can't get hyped anymore until I play a game because I've been burned by the hype, especially in new pinball, um, a little bit too much lately. Um, but we don't need to get into specifics. Just I am like fir- firmly in the don't get excited or don't get too down until you actually play it um, camp because opinions can pretty much flop pretty quickly on that stuff. So. Definitely. Yeah. I'm hoping to play it before Texas pinball festival. That's a long ways away, but I'm not sure exactly when, unless we get one on route. So yeah, I'm anyway. sure that someone here will get one and I will get to play it and then I can kind of, talk about it a little bit more but like you said it's hard to know with games that are coming out especially because they have a lot of recycled elements in them you never know like it could be presented in a way that's different enough that makes it feel really fun or you could end up really feeling like it's kind of a mishmash of other machines 
And, and that was my initial impression is I was like, I'm going to walk up to that. And I feel like I've played that game before. And that's happened a lot recently where I've played games and it's like, this is really familiar. Um, but that's okay, I guess. <laughs> but, but enough of, enough of new unknown quantity. Let's talk about something that, that we know that's, you know, let, let's talk about some, I, I don't know. I, we each picked a game just to talk about just briefly. You provided um, very vague guidelines and we picked right, games. Intentionally vague. And the only thing here is just that I, I didn't even say I had to like the game. So yeah, in the Vegas of guidelines, if we end up with the same game, um, that would be insane. We should win a prize if we end up in the same game because I highly doubt we should I like agree. award ourselves some sort of prize. Yeah. And I don't think we've ever talked about the game I picked, so I don't know how you feel about it. I'm kind of hoping you hate it so we can have a fight here. <laughs> um, You're trying to provoke a fight. Is yeah. basically it's not, what this segment is. It's not a game I super love, but I will fight for it. So I'll save mine. Um <laughs> And you say yours first. So what did, what did you bring to us today? Okay, so you wanted me to pick a game that's pre-DMD, right? Yes. Was basically the only... The only. Well, yeah. not EM, you said too. Right. We're, we EMs, you'll have your time to shine, just not today. Well, I mean, they, they always shine, really. I like EMs quite a bit, but... Uh, I had to put an arbitrary, um, you know, something out there so you didn't just pick any pinball machine. So what'd you come up with? So I picked a machine that I played a bunch when I was in Seattle, and I usually play it a bunch when I'm in Seattle because I actually think the game is really fun, um, and we don't have one on location here in Portland. So I enjoy my time when I get to play it there. And also I have a friend who um, really super loves this game um and he and i got to play it together this weekend so i figured it would be a good time to talk about it and then it was pretty funny because when i was listening to the new this flippin podcast they actually brought it up on there unexpectedly so uh the game i chose is atlantis oh son of a what is it yours too i just had to use the cop button there um no, I was just mad at Taylor oh. or Tommy. I guess Tommy brought it up, didn't he? Why are you mad Dude, at him? No, that's not what I picked. I was just messing with you. Oh, I'm like that. That would that would have been pretty great. Uh, yeah, Atlantis. Why'd you pick this game? I mean, you kind of mentioned a few things there, but okay. Well, the art is both ridiculous and wonderful. So you have like all of like the underwater ladies who are riding the dolphins. It's like ride of the Valkyries on porpoises. Okay. And all of the, like, you know, like the sharks, like all the animals on there are kind of mirrored and exactly the same. They couldn't even bother putting them in a slightly different pose. (laughs) Oh, it's just like what we're talking about with guardians. You Uh got four Peter quills. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the animals kind of looking the same, but then you have like, so on the back glass, there's that little submarine um, situation, and you can see shadows of people who are in the boat. And uh-huh. in the front window, 
there is a collection I, yeah. <laughs> of shadowy figures in there, and I don't know what Quite they're curious. what they're doing on the boats. I, but, uh, I yeah, <laughs> it looks like a party. It's just um, it's curious. It's... <laughs> that's an excellent way to say that. Um, I don't see. I think that's supposed to be like the console, but I guarantee that was also intentional to also maybe look like, you know what it is. So there's there's a uh, a dude scrubbing the floor, and the guy standing <laughs> behind him saying, "You missed a spot." <laughs> yeah, you better better get down there and take care of that. So that's that's what that is. Oh boy, sure. All right, we'll just we'll go with your explanation. Um, but Atlantis is super fun. The sounds are really good. It's got the little boat that shoots the balls out. So I don't know. It's just it's fun. The sound effects are really great. It's got that um, center post that comes up out of the playfield when you get it in that top right saucer. Um, mm-hmm. And then you there's a ramp that comes down if you have a lock available for multi ball. And when you don't have a lock available, the ramp goes up so you can shoot underneath it to get back up to the top lanes as yeah. well. So yeah, I really like that. It's so much fun. And then the jackpot shot. Okay, well, first, when you start the multi-ball, sounds are great, and then it shoots all the balls out of the ship. So it it looks really cool. It's a big uh-huh. deal when it happens. And then the jackpot shot is like a vertical U-turn kind of wire form. It's really challenging to hit that shot, but when you do, oh, it's so satisfying. Yeah, and the sounds on this game are awesome. Mm-hmm. Abort, they are good. abort. <laughs> yeah, um, I dig it. So, what was I going to... I was going to... Oh, I had a really good point. It was so good. I'm sure it was. No, it was, though. I mean, it's got two of the things I really love. It's got a great spinner on the right side. It's got those drop targets there that are a little bit risky. Yeah. A little bit riskier. But um, I don't know. It's a very simple game that as you play, like you mentioned, like the raising ramp and and the U-turn and and the balls ejecting, that when you first step up to it, it does not, um, I guess it doesn't telegraph that it's got all this kind of crazy stuff in it. And then once you start playing, you're like, oh, that's kind of neat. Oh, that's kind of neat. And then as you play through a few games, you really start to enjoy all, all the little hidden features that's got in it. It's, it's a cool game. Yeah, it's very cool. And my friend Alan loves it. So we were playing it together um, and he was killing it. So it was pretty fun kind of getting to watch him play and his style playing it. But yeah, he was absolutely blowing it up and it was really fun to watch. Very good. And you know what? What? Lee Lee had one of these for a little while, and I didn't play it as much as I should have. I just didn't get over enough um, while he had it. So, but it was cool while he had it for a little bit. Um, I love the alphanumeric letters. How uh, they try and make certain letters with those displays, and they look all funky. But mm-hmm. I like the ballet games that do that. So, yeah, that's a fun super one. Fun. That's a good pick. Whenever I'm whenever I'm at Flip Flip, I'm like I have. There are a few games I have to play. I have to play <laughs> RoboCop. I have to play Dialed In. I have to play the nicest Adams Family. I have to play Eight Ball, and I 100 percent have to play Atlantis. 
All right. And, you know, yeah, I'd be on it too. Are, are you ready for mine or do you have more to say? No, no, I'm really ready for yours because you've been so excited that I've been excited. Oh, I just hope we have a fight here. So this is a game that I've actually warmed to over time. And the reason that I wasn't big on it before wasn't because I thought the game was crap. It's that I never played one that had strong enough flippers to play the game correctly. And this is one of those games that if the flippers are, are bad, like if you ever played a bright of pinball, they can't make the left ramp. Well, yep. it's just, it's a joke. And this is a game that if the flippers aren't doing their work, it's not like you can just still grind out a decent game on it. It's just terrible. So my pick for today is um, the 1989 classic mousing around. <laughs> <laughs> I like mousing arounds. We had one at C-Bar for a little while. Oh, sorry. Not going to get one. It's okay. Um, You've got some pretty crazy artwork on it, um, first of all. But I think it's just got got that really late 80s, early 90s uh, aesthetic where everything looks kind of extreme. Like the mouse is wearing a tank top. And I don't know. It's just like it's got that. I don't know how to explain it, but you've got like the weird sexy cat up there as well. Um, Sexy cat is very weird. Yeah. Like it's almost kind of like the cat from like Heathcliff. It's like, what are you doing here? But um, I love the ramps on this game. I love, I just love how the ball moves around on this game. I guess it's, it's, it's a really, I just like it. It's got the three bank target in the middle that drops. And then you hit that, that, ramp that kind of flips back and it gets back to your flippers a lot faster than you're expecting. Um, I like the little cheese trap doors that are in there. Um, I think what I really like about the game is that it's an extremely non-standard layout and the ball just gets all over the place in it, um, which is super on theme. Um, I don't know. Like I get that people could be pretty bored by it, but if you play one that's set up with strong flippers and it's really tough, like a tight tilt open out lanes, um, it's really challenging. And I think it's a great competition game under those circumstances. Uh, you got to be really accurate with your shots on it. So I just dig it. I, I, I don't know. It's not anything that's like a Holy grail or game or anything, but if one popped up, um, I would jump on it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, we had one at CR for a little bit and they ended up putting really thick post rubbers around the posts on the center ramp so that people That's would tough. not just exploit the, uh, <laughs> the center ramp shot because literally you could just hit that over and over and over. And if it's, you know, if it's hitting clean and feeding well, it's that ramp for forever and that's all you do. So the one that they had at um, Rocky Mountain Pinball Showdown, when you hit that center ramp, um, the ball got on top of your flippers so quickly. I don't know what was going on with it that uh, you couldn't just trap. You had to, you had to do it on the fly. Like on a lot of them, it drops and then you could kind of just trap right there and get like a lined up shot. Um, if anyone knows whose game that was, I'd like to talk to him and it caught people off guard. Like they made the center ramp shot and it would roll off their flipper cause they were used to it coming back slower. Um, 
So I'm not sure what they did, but See, ours that was came pretty back cool. really fast. So I've never played one where it was slow, slow rolling. Yeah. And that's good. That makes that shot a little bit more exciting, but <laughs> Yeah. I love I the locks. I love yeah. those cheese locks. <laughs> okay, is there another game that has locks like that where you kind of get it in and it kind of sucks it under the play field? It like collapses on it? Um, dialed in has it in the left, but you don't see it. The trap door on the left thing. Yeah. There's some other stuff that will do that, but, um, I, I don't know. Like I, I totally dig how they did this on, on mouse ground and it's really obvious when they're up. So that's one thing that's nice. So. Yeah. It's very cool. It's like a, a, you know, you can definitely see the trap. Yeah. Trap is set. So. Good stuff. Wait. Well, I'm sorry I didn't give you the fight that you wanted about that game, but it's a cool uh, game. It's okay. It is a cool game. <laughs> I, and there, there's not enough of them around. So when I see one blown out or in you know need of some love, it kind of bums me out. It's like, oh, you know. It's not like uh, a medieval madness with crappy flippers. It's like, oh, it's okay. I'll see one, you know, soon otherwise. But, you know. Yeah. Mouse around, guys. So are you, like, looking for one? I'm not, like, hunting one down. But if one came up, I would be all for it. Yeah. So. Because it's unique. I And I've been kind of... Uh, we've talked about this. You and I have both kind of been on a kick with a little bit of the older games. And, and to me, it just comes down to the fact that uh, it wasn't just all about speed. It's just design. There's a lot of design in these older games. Um, there's just so many places for the ball to go. And then some games, you'll never get it to certain areas of the play field. And that's cool to me. Um, rather than saying like, oh, I didn't see that animation on the screen. It's that I did not even get it in that quadrant of the play field. And I have to play again because I have to know what happens when you get the ball over there. Right. So, right. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I don't know. I I like those games where it presents this very unique challenge. And yeah, it like is Paragon? Like a real challenge. Yeah. 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 So. Paragon. Paragon's one of those games. We were talking about this this weekend. It's one of those games where when I first played it, I hated it. And now I it's hate intimidating. it. But I hate it in a way where I love it you know like it's both of the things oh you hate it so hard i hate it so hard that i end up loving it (laughs) um so most of my experience with paragon has been through competition and that is the way to really learn to love or hate a game um based on how you perform on it and that game beats me up but i'm so interested in it while i'm playing it that um it doesn't bother me that bad and i've gotten better at it so I, I did well on it at Pinball Showdown this last year, so that helped. But yeah, that game just kind of fascinates me now. Nice. Yeah, I um, had never like super connected with it. And then I had like a, you know, some time where I was just like, okay, you know, this is feeling, feeling pretty good. Um, but it wasn't really until um, I was back home and I was playing at my friend Pete's house was like five minutes from my mom and he has a beautiful paragon that Steve Bowden and I were were playing on and the two of them just like had it down like they were so good with this machine 
and I was just fumbling my way through. So I wanted to keep playing it. I was like determined to do better. And then um, I had to play it at pin golf for SPL and I got a hole in one on it. So I felt really good. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. That yeah. is a, that's a game that can go really wrong in pin golf. Cause you can get house balls one oh, after yeah. the other. On that. <laughs> <laughs> you can go really wrong and it's not your fault. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's one of those games where I get so, so infuriated and frustrated and like, oh, the beast, the beast got me. But then I was like, okay, I need, you know, already have quarters back in hand to pump back in. So. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It'll do that too. <laughs> but. So, uh, that was kind of random to just jump on like a, Hey, let's talk about a game. But, um, I want to tease that we will get back to some of like the featured fives and things like that. Um, I've had a lot of people asking for those recently and, um, with just kind of the shaky schedules we've had, it's been hard to like say, Hey, let's do that. Just cause we don't, we weren't quite sure when I'd be available or you'd be available, but maybe things are settling in a little bit more. Um, and we can do some more of that. But what I want to do <clears throat> is I want to uh, pick our top 11 system 11s. And this is when we're really going to fight. There will be no way to avoid the fight is that you list your top 11. I'll list my top 11 and then we'll average out the two to get the list. So it'll be a list that neither one of us can agree with. It'll be great. <laughs> Excellent. So. All right. Um, I'm we'll do that soon. down for it. And we can even get back to rating machines like we have on the podcast page where we would just average out um, the ratings when we talk about a machine. So oh, we right. won't do it for these two games because we haven't gone very in depth on them. But No. And someone had, had mentioned like as an idea for me to go in and rank the machines that you and Don had already ranked to see. Oh, and update them. Where... Yeah, where things lie. Okay. Maybe we can do that. Um, send me that. How do you feel about Judge Dredd? Better than I used to feel about Judge Dredd. Also, Just are we talking um, Super Games? Because Super Games forever. The the way that I approach the that question is score it based on your preferred way of playing it. So if you're going to rate a machine, if you prefer the pro or the premium, rate it on the preferred one. If you prefer super game, then there you go. <clears throat> okay. If it's super games, it's always fucking ridiculous and amazing. <laughs> it is actually. <laughs> now, so speaking of games that have a lot of, yeah. Speaking of games that have a lot of design in them. There you go. That game is like, the most designed game of all time. Okay, and the but, color DMD on that game showed me things I had no idea existed, and I'm really, really happy that it did. Oh, it's so great. Like, the sniper modes, and you just have people... And the move your car where you're, like, bathing people in acid. Oh, my God. It's yeah, really funny. It's so it's brutal. so funny. It's very Judge Dredd. Yeah. Um, so... The reason I asked is because um, that's 
ranked number two now. It's the first game that we did. We did it on episode one, and it's Dawn's favorite game. Yeah. And I have Twilight. We have Twilight Zone ranked number one, which was our episode two game, and that's my favorite game. You could get in there and cause all kinds of chaos. <laughs> so uh, you could drop Judge Dredd or you could drop Twilight Zone. I don't know what you're going to do. Um, and again, it's a list that neither one of us agrees with, and that's why we love it. Right. Um, I do I do feel proud that Fishtails is ranked 50 out of the 50 games we've done, though. That's pretty funny. And you would be proud that Iron Man is 45 out of 50. I can work on that. <laughs> you can you can drive it down. So I mean, how low does the scoring go? Uh, our average score on fishtails is five point nine two three five. We're carrying it four digits out. Um, oh wait, we we we'll carry it further than that. But yeah, so five point nine essentially for fishtails, and Twilight Zone's a nine point two eight. Okay. So. Here's our here's our current top ten. I won't run the full fifty, but um, in order one through ten: Twilight Zone, Judge Dredd, Lord of the Rings, Simpsons Pinball Party, Medieval Madness, Tron, Circus. Holy crap! Circus is in the top ten. <laughs> the Adams Family, The Wizard of Oz, and Tales of the Arabian Nights. Wow, I disagree with a lot of this. Well, Circus has a asterisk by it which says this is nick baldridge's score nick's views do not reflect the views of the pinball podcast <laughs> <laughs> excellent wait so did you guys score it too or did just nick score it so it just he did because um none of us had played it at that time aside from nick i have now and i do enjoy the game so um so you're gonna right. keep it in the top 10 <laughs> well we're just very faithful to the way this is formed. And the way it's done is when we feature the game, you take my average pin side rating, your average pin side rating, and then however it slots in. And if we have a guest that day, we include theirs as well. So on some of these episodes, it's a three person, maybe four person average. Um, but we just take it. And like I said, neither one of us agrees with the rankings because I sure as heck wouldn't have The Walking Dead down at number 38. I'd have it higher. Uh, but this is how it works. So it's okay. Sure it is. <laughs> and, and and you know what? A lot of it's irrelevant now because um, Pinside's algorithms have changed. So I don't think our scores are quite in sync with the same. But who cares? Yeah, but now this means I have to use Pinside? Mm. You do. You do have to do that. <laughs> I mean, and you can do some good work here. Like, Sky Jump's down at 41. You could improve on that. I've never played um, Sky Jump. Right, oh, oh. Right of Pinbot's 31 out of 50. It needs to be a little bit higher. Mm. Yeah, there aren't nearly enough uh, solid states in there. Like, early solid states in the top yeah, 10. We- <clears throat> We were generally going off people's suggestions on what to feature. Um, but now, like, I've played so many more games, and you've played so many games, that we can we can feature some older games and get them into these rankings. So that'll be fun. Sweet. Bounce around, number one. Well, let's, let's not go crazy. See, now we can fight. 
I just gotta get Iron Man down to the whatever the last number on the list is. Uh, why don't we feature Star Wars? <laughs> Are you anticipating it's gonna come lower than Iron Man? Uh, so Iron Man's score is six point nine seven, so basically a seven out of ten, right below Monopoly. Um, and well, Monopoly is a better made than Iron Man. I will fight you if you give Iron Man any lower than it is, because that'll drop it below Lights, Camera, Action. Well, Lights, Camera, Action is a better game than Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> you wanted a fight tonight. I know, and I'm I'm typing rude things to you in the. In the chat that no one else can see oh that's funny i've clicked away from the chat that's a shame i've said some very clever things there tonight <laughs> so uh, <laughs> all right the you big things else? on the horizon um no i'm going back to seattle <laughs> next not this so this upcoming weekend my mom's actually coming to visit and we're going right. to disneyland so I'm going to try and find that Indiana Jones that's there, the wooden Indiana Jones. It's right across from the entrance to the Indiana Jones ride in the Indiana Jones gift shop. Perfect. Apparently they have two or three of them. And um, if it breaks, they just rotate the other one in. Okay. So I set the grand champion on it when I went. Ooh. So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm going to eat all of the Dole Whip and uh, drink all of the butter beer because we're also going to do Universal Studios. And I don't know. My mom wanted to do Christmas together, and Christmas is the worst time to travel. So um, she wanted to do Disney. She wanted to do Christmas, and Disney puts their Christmas decorations up in November. So. Yeah, yeah, the Haunted Mansion's the Nightmare Before Christmas right now, so that's fun. Excellent. Yeah, so we're going to go do that um, and just have, like, super cheese ball uh, Disney time together, which I'm looking forward to. And then the weekend after that is the November Seattle Football League, so we'll be back in Seattle. There's no... I have no rest, no sleep, no nothing. No. <laughs> Working like... I am driving to... Oh. Where are sorry. you driving? To Oregon. When? The day before Thanksgiving till the Sunday after. So you're going to come Bend. visit. I'll try. Bend is super close. It's like an hour away, right? I mean, it's a little bit further than that, but yeah, you should come. I will be here. I will uh, Black Friday shop with you. <laughs> Deal. Except I only do that online so we can just play pinball here. Perfect. I'm stoked. So yeah, um, driving up there the Wednesday and being that Sunday. So I'll be there a few days. Perfect. You can come fly fishing with me. I will go fly fishing <laughs> the frigid water. <laughs> it's you're excited. Oh my god, we were talking about how it's an immediate like tender left swipe if someone's holding a fish. Oh, yeah, that's totally a good way to make sure that people aren't left. I mean, right swiping on me. I don't need that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. So, okay, we will go fishing and Black Friday, maybe pinballing. 
We can go fishing on um, Stardew Valley. It's not fly fishing on Stardew Valley, though. And I'm a, you need I'm to learn how to compromise. Um, no, I won't do that. Okay. They do have multiplayer on the Switch version of Stardew Valley. So, online multiplayer. Oh, I need to get a Switch. Dang it. No, because the Mario... Okay. So, <laughs> I think that's all I've got. Um, NiftyLED.com for all your pinball junk. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay. Start planning that Black Friday. All right. Let's do it up. Go shop at Sears. I have a friend who works for Sears. It's weird. It'll close. They need a new job soon. Sorry. Oh, oh, they're aware. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, good yeah, job. Good job sad. tonight. No, no, we yeah. we stayed pretty much on track. Yeah, and go see Thor. It's a good pick me up, fun movie. I want to. I just got my movie pass card, and I haven't used it yet. Go use it. All right, I'll do it. And uh, that's a show. Sweet. Right. That was in Thor, so. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>